So here's the real mystery. How do regular folks like you and me, who have families and real lives, who have careers and regular nine to fives, really fare in the personal finance game? Why are some hugely successful while others fail miserably time and time again? Those are the glaring questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. All right, and welcome to another episode of Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. My name is Charles McGill. I'm your host, and I'm so excited uh, to talk to you guys again today. Uh, but first order of business, we got to make sure that the credit boss, aka the credit coach, is in the house. Eva, are you out there? Yeah, I'm super excited about today's topic. Yes, yes. <laughs> and we have been talking so much offline. We had like a meeting before the meeting. <laughs> Before the meeting. <laughs> we sure did. We're like, wait a minute. We got a podcast to record. We sure do. And we have uh, so much good stuff to talk uh, about because the meetings were, were awesome, by the way. I'm so excited uh, about all the things that we have coming for you guys, uh, the Empower You community. So many great things Eva has cooking up for you. I'm super excited. Um, you know, she's put a, a battery in my back. I got so much stuff to work on. Yeah. All great stuff for you guys. We're so excited about it. <laughs> We're like, we got to do this and this and this and this. We're like, oh, I know. People just kind of like, I don't I don't know what people think, but sometimes people think, oh, yeah, she's just like hanging out all day doing nothing. Oh, no, we working. We <laughs> working. Working. Working hard, working hard. Yes. And yeah. um, it's been a beautiful thing. Um, and so, yeah. So um, how are things going for you? Like, I know you've got some um, some things in, in the works, not only obviously for the community, but I know personally, I know you've got some investment properties going on. How how are all these things shaping up right now, even in, in midst of COVID? Yeah. You know, it, it's... It, if you are growing anything, you just have to expect it's not going to be pretty. So let's just throw that out there. Not, not everything is rainbows and unicorns. Be mentally prepared. But I think when you are mentally prepared, it doesn't impact you as negative as, as it may be to somebody else. But everything's moving. Everything's moving. Everything is going according to plan. And we just can't wait to see, you know, the ending to, you know, some of those goals. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I love kind of watching, you know, uh, from afar, I guess a little bit of close too, but you know, like you, you got to your, like your backyard is looking amazing. Oh, uh, I showed so another picture. I'm so glad that was done. Oh <laughs> yes. my gosh. It kind of felt forever, but not really. Like it was really only a month. Sometimes that sounds long, but oh my, I, we are just so pleased because every day these workers showed up. 7 a.m. till 4 or 5, grinding. And I'm like, that takes a special type of human being. You know, because we know some people excel and some people are kind of nonchalant. And I'm just so glad that we went with a team that... I actually know, like he was in my book of business. I just forgot about mm-hmm. and crazy how the stars magically aligned because hubby came across him and I'm like, wait a minute. I, I know that guy. <laughs> so we're just blessed to have found somebody that has a team of people with great work ethic and we love our yard. We, yeah. 
love our space. It's, it's like a resort, like you said. It kind of does have that feel. <laughs> that was the goal. The goal was I don't want to have to take a vacation to enjoy the scenery. Yeah. So everything we did back there was very intentional and, and we still got more phases. The main phase is done. There's no more dirt and dust flying everywhere from our dogs. Awesome. Um, so the majority of the work is done, but yeah, we still got some other cool things we want to do to it. But for the most part, it's, it's, it's amazing. Awesome. Anything that you want to share with the audience that we're doing in terms of phases? Oh, I know. Oh my gosh. I I meant to post pictures in the group. I'm going to have to, because I know people have hit me up and they're like, your podcast mentioned something about your yard. Like I want (laughs) to see, I'm going to definitely post pictures in our private Facebook group. Okay. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I, and it's crazy because Anything you do, you should want to level up the next time. Mm. So, you know, this is our third new home construction. Everything that we have in here is like, we learned from the previous two builds. Same thing with the yard. We learned from the other yards. So now we, we've gone turf. We've gone artificial grass mm. and it's beautiful. Everybody's mm. like, this is fake grass. <laughs> it looks so real. I'm like, I know. Like, I didn't know there was four levels to fake grass, but there yeah. is. And yeah. our grass looks real. Awesome. I don't have to worry about watering it, water bills, maintaining it. None of that. It works very well with pets. So if you think it doesn't, we got two dogs. They love it. We love mm. it. And, um, you know, the pool's back there. Beautiful, just open spaces. Um, we've got a little putting green for mini golf that will convert <laughs> into a batting cage for the boys. Yeah. Did I see a basketball court back there too? No. <laughs> Did I see? <laughs> Not entirely a court. We had a okay. move. It was, it was one of my good friends. They were in the process of moving and they couldn't have it where they were staying at. So we were like, just bring it to our yard. We'll hold it for you. Okay. Um, but that no, was like, Man. we don't got basketball courts <laughs> <in> there. <laughs> That is awesome. That is awesome. Well, I, I'm happy for you. Um, obviously, you've worked really hard and, and made you know some really good choices uh, to be able to you know get something like that and and uh, reward your family, re- reward yeah. yourself, which is amazing. That's an amazing thing, and it's it's been an inspiration uh, just to let you know. Like for me and my wife, we've been you know looking like man, you know, like this is like a lot of this stuff we could have. You know, I mean, we know Eva. Like I talk to you every day, and and yeah. she has this stuff, and it's it's, it's obtainable, and. Um, that's yeah, really I'm like nobody famous. Like well, anybody can have this. Not yet. <laughs> lightweight, lightweight. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you just got to keep your eye on the prize. And my eye is always on the prize. I'm always looking to, you know, do better, serve more, yeah. and and just do things that's going to make us memories or make us money. Yeah. Well, speaking of... Um, you know, one thing that uh, I wanted to talk about today, we want to talk about today, um, was this concept of, uh, you know, working really hard, making some good decisions, and then having things like credit cards pay you. So, you know, this whole concept of what they call credit card rewards. And I know this has been something that our audience has been really wanting to hear about because I, for me too, my ears have been perked up every time you say credit card pay you that's not usually the arrangement so i'm trying to figure this out like how exactly is this working out um so yeah uh eva how do you get 
credit cards to pay you. How does this happen? I have to say that is my one of my most favorite hashtags, credit cards pay me. <laughs> because you don't hear that. And it's very real. You just got to have the right information so that you can make it happen. Um, I don't remember when I actually started taking advantage. I definitely know it's been some years. But... And it's so funny because I had a consultation yesterday and it was a great, great credit session, an amazing game plan. This person had, you know, some decent credit scores, 640, 650, 660s. And yes, there was definitely room for improvement, game plans to get them above a 700. And I'm like, it's one thing to strive to get a great credit score, but it's a whole nother level when your credit report has the right portfolio of credit cards. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You said portfolio? Exactly. So, exactly. Oh, <laughs> so there's a portfolio you got to have <laughs> with your credit score? Or you credit should. Oh. You should have a portfolio of specific types of accounts. See, I've never heard this. I mean, I, I've heard like things like, you know, if you're trying to build your credit, you need like a store card and like, mm-hmm. you know, a secured card or something like that. And you build, but okay. So it's okay. Say more. I'm sorry. That is- <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. The things, the things that the information that's out there that you don't even know. Right. So yes, you know, Yes, there is a certain way to build credit with specific types of accounts. There's a certain way to maintain credit with specific type of accounts. But there is a certain way to excel in the credit card game. And that's by being very intentional with who you are doing business with. So, for example, you know, somebody with with not so great credit you're only going to have a handful of credit cards to choose from when you are building or rebuilding credit. What do those credit cards look like? Credit cards with very, very low limits, credit cards with really high interest rates, credit cards that if you fall behind, they will have no mercy on you and they will close you out and shoot you to collections. I like to call them the you know, not so nice credit card people. (laughs) But when you have your credit score at a certain level, the doors start to open with the better credit card choices. The choices like credit cards that give you cash back rewards simply because you're swiping the card Mm. or they give you miles or perks There's so many things that are out there. I definitely have my favorites. But most importantly, people should be taking advantage of this. Because let's let's be honest, credit, the credit score gets you in places that cash can't. We talked a little bit about this the other day. I don't know if it was like recorded or online, but there are specific credit cards that offer you benefits that it's like. Why would you choose another credit card and not this credit card? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like speaking of, um, you know, so, so, so the viewers, or so viewers, audience, <laughs> listeners, 
so they know what's going on. And and because oh, we're gonna be on TV one day. One day, yeah, one day. We'll, we'll you know maybe YouTube <laughs> first, but <laughs> um, so you know which which ones like because I I think there's there's a number of them out there, and I've heard you know them advertise things like miles and things like that. Yeah. Um, are all the ones that say miles the ones that pay you, or is there certain words to look out for? Is there certain like you know how does someone who's trying to you know start to build their portfolio of credit cards, which is just so this is so funny to hear that like phrase with credit cards. Yeah. They're starting to build their you know they they want to get different ones um, and ones that pay them. Like what what kind of wording should they look for? What, what, is there types of cards? We don't really want to plug any you know because you know, free publicity. But I mean you know we want to give the info. Yes, definitely. So yeah, I mean so here's the thing. You generally people search online, they type in, you know, Citibank, Chase, Discover, whatever, MasterCard, Visa, you know, you can definitely search online as a part of your search. You can literally search credit card rewards and it'll bring up whatever credit cards offer any type of rewards incentives. And most importantly, before applying, yeah, you want to get a great understanding as to what that card is going to do for you. You know, some things to keep an eye out for. Number one, these types of credit cards that incentivize you and reward you to use them, they do require not only a high credit score, 680 and above, FICO score, 680 and above, Mm. but they also are looking at details on your credit report, making sure there's no bankruptcies in the last three years, no foreclosures in the last three years, no unpaid collection balances. Mm. Um, And and if you had an unpaid collection balance, Mm -hmm. you know, let's just pretend you had an unpaid collection with Capital One, chances are to reapply for another Capital One, given that you have an unpaid balance, might be unlikely. So you got to know these specific details so that when you do apply, one, it increases your chances for approval. And two, you're very intentional about that application because we all know when you apply for something, that's going to make an inquiry. Mm -hmm. And... And just don't be, don't waste time and don't be wasteful. Like definitely know what it is that you're applying for because that's truly what matters. Now, yes, every credit card has different things. Another thing to look for besides how to properly qualify for one is you want to take a look and see, are there any fees associated with having these types of accounts? Mm. Because there are credit cards that do reward you, give you cash back, and there is no annual fee. Mm. Where some credit cards, depending upon what they're doing for you, usually the credit cards that have a higher cash back rewards um, or you know so many miles given to you automatically every year, those tend to have a annual fee Mm. and that annual fee can range anywhere between $49 a year, $99 a year. Shoot. I've seen one with an annual fee of $500 a year. I'm like, what do I get with that? I think I know that one. (laughs) (laughs) Right. My former life. I think I had that one. (laughs) 
<laughs> so it's super important to know because if you got to pay, first of all, first of all, record straight, I don't pay any annual fees on any of the cards that reward me. Ooh. Not to say that I won't ever. There's actually one I do have my eye on, but I'm being very strategic about it. And that one does require an annual fee. But in my financial perspective, it's worth paying that annual fee. I think it's $149. I'll tell you in a little bit what that card is. But to me, it's worth it. And when I say it's worth it, you have to make money in rewards or miles that's going to justify the fee of the card. Yeah. That card's just sitting in a drawer and you're not using it. Then in essence, you're spending money and you're wasting money every single year on something that's not rewarding you. So understanding what those fees are and how to best use, that's the point number three, how to best use the card so that you are actually earning from that card. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you about because, well, so two things. One, I want to clarify the term FICO score because you said FICO. Mm -hmm. I just want to make sure that our audience understands what that is. So Eva, can you explain just really quickly uh, what FICO score is versus just your credit score? Yes. So the FICO score is the same mathematical formula that the banks use when you are applying for credit. So if you utilize a free credit service, credit monitoring service that tells you what your scores are, you need to look to make sure it says it's a FICO score. There is a Vantage score. There's all kinds of other scores that are out there, but you got to compare apples to apples. So when you're ready to apply for things, make sure you're looking at the score and it actually reads FICO score. So that's the one the banks use. Correct. I I think I used to hear that it's your middle score. Is that not true or is it like from the three barrels, you know? Right. So your FICO score, it's a mathematical formula based on the information that's on your credit report. There's three credit reports, Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax. The middle score is primarily used when you're purchasing a home. Oh, okay. But for credit cards, and and here's another thing you might want to think about. And know that anytime you apply for a credit card, there is fine print you can read. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And in that fine print, they do tell you which credit bureau they are looking at. So if you know your experience score is higher than your transunion and you're about to apply for this credit card and that credit card says it's going to pull your transunion report, well, the odds of you getting it are lesser compared to a card that is pulling your report that could have a higher score. That's interesting because I know some people, you know, and I'll just okay. I'll just I'll just say it's me. Um, <laughs> I know I know in the past <laughs> I've I've like been super confident. Like I know my score, right? Like I yeah. know like this is going to get approved, and then I didn't. And then they sent me a letter saying it was because of you know whatever. And I'm like, where is this coming from? Because it's not what I'm looking at. And it took me a while to realize that uh, this is actually something we'll get into probably another episode. But I do understand that the credit reports are regional. Mm-hmm. And I know that when I lived in California, there was a certain score that was predominantly being used versus when I lived in Experience. Miami 
and when I lived in New York. Echo fact. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, and I, I spent some time in uh, well, Houston too for a little bit, just a very small amount of time. But yeah, so like, um, is that a different one? Is Houston a different one than the other ones? Yeah. Oh, I should know Texas. It's all right. Well, that was another episode. I think but it's Equifax. I think so? Because they're okay. in Allen, Texas. So it would only make sense that it's Equifax too. And you know the address of the... Oh my God. Okay. Anyway, so... <laughs> so credit repair specialist if they know that. <laughs> there you go. That's right. That's right. Um, so super cool. Okay. So um, so we got FICO score. The other thing was what I was trying to figure out was how do you qualify for the rewards? And the reason why I asked that is because I've had in years past, like I said, you know, I've been transparent with the audience. Like I'm, I'm not where I, I was, right? We're going through things, but we coming out of it. <laughs> so oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't use my credit cards right now, but when I did uh, use them and that, that was a part of my, my life, uh, I remember having some cash rewards cards, which I didn't actually, honestly, I did not really care. Like I would just apply for cards. It was like, fine. But then I remember yeah. like getting this like, you know, monthly statement or whatever. It'd be like, you got, uh, $15.81 in rewards, you know? And I'd be like, oh, okay. Because since it's not a big, I didn't really pay attention to it. But I just remember like every month, it seemed like it would just stay around the same. And I'm like, I don't even know how to access this thing or like mm-hmm. what I'm supposed to do with it. Uh, and then, so I never really used it, didn't really care and didn't understand why it wouldn't move up. So like, yeah. I've seen you recently and, and also some of our people from uh, the Empire You community. Shout yeah. out to you. Uh, oh my God, I'm super proud right now. Who was it? I don't want to say the name wrong. Who was it? That- Darlene. Darlene. Shout out to Darlene. Um, There's actually a couple. Darlene today just got approved for her very first rewards type card. And after she did her credit consultation, created a game plan, she was ready to apply. I told her exactly how to fill out that application to increase her chances for approval. And sure enough, she was approved. Awesome. And there was another person too that had like yes. posted pictures of all their, was it Starbucks cards? Marissa. Marissa. Yes. So so Marissa. Been, yep. Coaching her for a while now. Awesome. And yeah. Yeah. So tell me how to do that. Out. How do you, cause listen, my, my $15.81 was not doing nothing. <laughs> so how, $15. Like, what am I going to do with that? Yeah. And you had one for like, <laughs> I think you did a post recently. It was like $300 worth of gift cards. Yes. Like, I come cashed on. out. Tell us, tell us how to cash out. Okay. 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 So I, I am going to tell you my favorites and no way. I mean, if you can find some way to like hook these people up with me and pay me for this information. Great. But right now we just sharing and adding value. That's right. Um, I'm going to break down who I use, why I use them and how I can win at the credit card game. So my ultimate favorite card to use is the discover card. Mm. Why do I love discover? Number one, their rewards program ranges, it's, it's a cash back rewards program. What does this mean? This means when you swipe your credit card to make, not even swipe, when you use your credit card to make a transaction, you can earn between 1% and 5% cash back on that transaction. Some credit card companies only give you 1% and that's it. Some only give you 2 and that's it. So this is something you want to look for. How much can I earn if I use this card? So it's between 1% and 5%. However, 
to earn the 5%, every quarter they have a special category. One of my favorites is, and this makes perfect sense, and this is why I love Discover because I know Discover loves their people, is in the winter months, that last quarter of the year, their 5% cash back is for online purchases. Mm. So if your statement reads whatever.com, you can earn 5% on all of those transactions. Wow. Now, why do I love that? Because what happens at the end of the year? We got holidays. Mm-hmm. I, I used to do the whole Black Friday in line at 5 in the evening type <laughs> deal. No, now I do everything online. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this is genius. Like you are literally telling people, I'm going to pay you more money if you buy online with our card. So yes, every quarter they give you a 5% category where if you maximize it, you're earning 5% on those transactions. But what I really love is every single month you could cash out. Now, you probably won't because it may only be $3 or $15. And you're like, what am I going to do with that? But I let mine ride. Discover doesn't have no expiration date. You can let those rewards ride forever if you wanted them to. Mm. But if you wanted to cash out, it's as simple as logging into your little online discover.com account, click rewards, and it says redeem. And you could either redeem by them sending you a check in the mail, which you can deposit into your bank account. You can redeem it as a statement credit. Okay. So let's say you have $15 in rewards and you have a balance of 20 bucks. Mm. You can put the 15 on the 20. Now you only owe five. There you go. But my favorite is redeeming it for gift cards. Because... Let's just pretend you have $80 in cash back and you click redeem and then they have a button of different categories. I choose gift cards. Why? Because with my $80 cash back, I can redeem it for a $100 gift card. Oh, so So I'm getting more money on top (laughs) of free money. Hey, quick break here. Sorry to interrupt the podcast. We'll get you right back to it. We just want to spend a few seconds to talk about the Empower You Financial Group on Facebook. This is Eva's private Facebook group where she gives free tips, tricks, and strategies to improve your financial situation. Join the over 1,000 plus member community and see the success stories of people just like you who want to live life on their own terms. Come laugh with us, tell your story, and share your victories. Just search Empower You Financial in Facebook and join our free private group. Oh, and be sure to invite a friend. What's the catch, Eva? The gift cards are for select stores. You may not like any of those select stores, so it may not work with you, but they have like over a hundred stores to choose from. Mm, We're talking Starbucks. I, I can rock with that one. Old Navy, <laughs> Macy's, Home Goods, Target, Ross. Like, we're okay. talking some really good stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, wait a minute. 
I'm going to use my card. I'm going to load up all of my cash rewards. And what I do is towards right now, towards the end of the year, I start redeeming for gift cards. And then guess what? I turn around and give those gift cards for Christmas, birthdays, holidays, anniversaries. And that's all free money that I've earned that if I didn't do, I would be spending money on these people. Mm. Yeah. So discover is my favorite. I like that. So yeah. that, that, that brings a uh, regifting to a whole nother level there. Yes. <laughs> Some yes. people would be like, don't regift me that, but like, if it's if it's cash, uh, okay, that's that's or a gift card and restaurants, <laughs> yeah. Applebee's, Cheesecake Factory, like okay. Chili's. You can you can you can do yes, ver- wide variety. Nice. Um, I also love Discover because when someone sends you their referral link. Like, let's pretend I send you a referral link. I get $50 for that referral and you get $50 for accepting my link. So you can go Google Discover and apply for a credit card. You ain't going to get no free money. But if you know someone who is talking about it, that's $50 for free just for opening the account and probably... They, they all have different things. I think Discover is you get your $50 on your first transaction. Nice. I think that's what they do. Then you have other credit cards that are like, if I send you the link, like American Express, if I send you the link, American Express pays me $100 and they give you $100 once you've used, once you've hit $300 in your first purchases. Yeah. Well, that's, mm-hmm. a, I mean, that's pretty fair exchange there. 100 for 100, 50 for 50. Right? Love so that. a lot of these credit card companies are willing to pay you money to spread the word or to shop with them. Mm. It's genius. Because yeah. if I'm Discover, I don't want you using American Express. I want you to come use me. So yeah. I'm going to incentivize you to come over to this side and yeah. make all of your transactions with me. So I'm I'm gonna say this, and I know Eva wouldn't say this, but I'm gonna say this. So if you guys want an American Express card or a Discover card, <laughs> hit up Eva, <laughs> hit her up on Facebook, direct message her, uh, let her know so she can send you a link so y'all both can get paid. Because I'm gonna tell yes. you, I, I would say it, but I ain't got them right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so. Um, but also know that I think Discover only allows you to refer ten times a year, which is still great. That's five hundred bucks. Mm. And I believe American Express allows you to refer seven people a year. So like, I got it all down. I tell people in my sessions, like, besides knowing what your monthly payment is and what your interest rate is on your credit cards, you should be knowing what your rewards programs look like. If there's a referral code involved, Mm. when times get tough, have they reached out to you and helped you versus kicking you when you're down? Mm. Those are the things that you want to look for when you are applying for credit because you're going to use them. But let's play devil's advocate. Let's talk about the person who is only on cash Mm -hmm. and doesn't use credit cards, maybe because they've had a bad experience and they don't want to go there again, or maybe they just don't want to worry about that because it's too much work. Think about it. If you're paying cash with things, okay, that's great. But every time you swipe your debit card anywhere, 
Your debit card, aka your hard-earned work and money, is compromised every single time you type in your account number or you swipe that card. Nothing's safe. You swipe at a gas station, potentially it could be compromised. Mm -hmm. You use it online, potentially it can get compromised. If it is, now your account is on hold or no money in there and you've got to wait however long it takes for your banks to replenish you. Whereas if you use a credit card, that's their money. They're going to work twice as hard to get their own money back versus your money back. Yeah. And all it is is one simple step. Okay. Instead of using your debit card, you're using your credit card with the rewards for everything. When I say everything, everything you can charge, you are going to charge. Mm. I have yet to figure out how to charge my mortgage payments <laughs> because those are some pretty big ticketed items. I can definitely get some rewards some there. Rewards on that. But we can't. I can't do car payments. I can't do uh. mortgage loans. But everything else you can. And to me, it helps me with my accounting. Mm-hmm. You know, you 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 take cash out the ATM. You got to figure out where that money went. You swipe your debit card. Okay, it tells you your transactions. But if you're flipping back and forth between cash, debit card, and credit card, it can get crazy. Yeah. So what I do is I just use my select, my choice rewards card. And at the end of every week, I just transfer the money out of my bank account, put it on the credit card, and do it all over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have I've have heard of that uh, method before, and I, I at one point started to do it, but I I yeah they didn't it didn't last. <laughs> but uh, but one day one day I'll get do back it for twenty one days. It'll become a habit. There you go, twenty one right? days. That's, that's what right. they said. That's that's what they say. That's what mm-hmm. they say. I do um, know that the more you use that card, remember you are getting paid based on your transactions. So for you who had $15 and it didn't move, <laughs> you may not have you may not have used your card that month. Yeah, I wasn't really using it. So it's not going to grow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the more you use, the more transactions you have, the more rewards you could potentially earn. Yeah, and it sounds like to me, you know, if, especially in your situation, you're going to spend the money anyway, right? Yeah. So either way you're spending the money so by using a credit card, what you're saying is you're protecting potentially yourself from identity theft or mm-hmm. just in terms of protecting your hard on cash. Because not that you will get, uh, not that you can prevent your ID, uh, your credit card from being compromised. Right. It's just that if it is, it doesn't like directly affect your checking account money, which exactly. is your real money. And then, um, yeah, okay. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, had, I know there was a second point, but I just forgot it literally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And yeah, so, you know, I, I, I recently posted, you know, $300 in gift cards that actually came from my American Express. American yes. Express is my number two favorite. Mm. They do have a great rewards program. I have to admit, the $300 that I cashed out in gift cards, I didn't even use the American Express. Those were straight from referrals. Wow. So some, you don't even have to use the cards 
But if you have them and you know somebody is trying to build credit, well, not in this case, somebody is trying to maximize their credit card portfolio and they could use an American Express or one of these rewards cards, send them your link. Yeah. Send them the link and you can literally get paid for sharing that information. So for American Express, I love American Express. They do have, I forget what their cash back is. But I love their rewards because it's $100 per referral. And they have some really good benefits like, and this depends on the type of American Express you have. The American Express that I have, they actually offer free roadside assistance. So I don't have to pay for extra roadside through my auto insurance. Yeah. If I get a flat or run out of gas, guess what? I just call my American Express. Hey, I need roadside. Boom, send somebody out. Nice. They also offer when you rent a car, they cover your insurance on that car rental. Mm -hmm. And if you're traveling and you lose your luggage, they reimburse you. And they do all kinds of other things, but that fits me. I'm traveling a lot. I could utilize those services. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. It's, and it sounds like there's uh, different rewards for the different types of buyers. So it sounds like we got to pay attention to that as we look to, you know, add that to our uh, credit card portfolio. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so mm-hmm. another, so before we get out of here though, like I wanted to kind of like ask also like, um, you know, like in terms of like qualifying for the cards, you kind of mentioned that a little bit. Is it harder to get um, one of those kind of cards with the rewards than yes. cards? Yes, there's definitely a lot more criteria. You just have to think of it this way. The banks, they want to make money, right? They want to make sure they're making money and they're going to incentivize you to use their card. But at the same time, the way that they see it is I'm giving you free money. And if you are like Eva, where you're not spending money in interest or fees, then I'm just going to really go in the negative paying you out all these rewards. Now, granted, a lot of people aren't like that, but let's just pretend more people know the credit card reward game. They're not paying interest. They're not paying annual fees and they're literally cashing out on all these rewards because someone taught them. Mm. They want to be sure that you are an A-level type credit user. So yes, it does take a higher credit score, 680 and above, majority are 700 and above, but it's not just credit score. They're going to look at the actual details of your report. You can't have any recent late payments in the last two years is considered recent to them. No late payments in the last two years on any of your accounts. You cannot have any unpaid collection items. No bankruptcies in the last two years or Mm. foreclosures in the last two years. Mm. And you cannot have had defaulted on one of their accounts in the past. Mm. I will say this, American Express, we talked about this, is a status level type card where if you have American Express on your credit report, 
When you apply for something, it is practically instant approval. Mm. Why? Because American Express doesn't approve everyone. Put it this way. American Express is so strict that I think, I want to say 99%, they won't even approve you if you had a bankruptcy in the last five years. Wow. Mm-hmm. So even though your credit score may look good, it really depends on the account that you're applying for. And I've been in this for quite some time, so I kind of know everybody's criteria, <laughs> <laughs> which basically just comes down to, is it the right time for you to apply? If so, what account should you look for? And knowing what criteria they desire to have so that that application is foolproof, Mm -hmm. so that you are approved 100% of the time. Awesome. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And that that is some really good information. Um, Wow. Yeah. Learn something new all the time talking to Eva here. Yes. Um, (laughs) And there's so many more companies that are out there. Those are my favorites. My third, Citibank, Costco. You know, if you're a Costco shopper, you should have that Citibank credit card. You earn 4% cash back on Costco gas and warehouse transactions. You know that saying? All right, hold on, hold on. Hold on, Eva. Don't give away too much. Don't give away too much. Okay, so (laughs) we're not getting paid for this, right? (laughs) I know them all. I know them all. I'll say it again. If you want to, if Eva still has room enough to refer, uh, why don't you go ahead and reach out to her if you want to discover or, or an American Express card. Uh, but I'm, I need to make sure we get paid for this stuff. We recommend this stuff. We got to get paid I know. for it. We need to call um, somebody. We got to call somebody. But no, but also, we're also very uh, fortunate and appreciative that, uh, that we can also, you know, provide value for you guys. So hopefully uh, that's been of some value. Um, one thing though, we want to, you know, obviously leave with, I want to give Eva one last chance to just, uh, you know, let folks know um, if there is, there's one thing that they could kind of take away from this talk about credit card rewards. If there's one thing that, that you want them to maybe consider as they start to, you know, look at the different options that they have. Uh, what, what piece of advice would you give to them as they start to look? Cause I know people are going to go Google it right now. And then you credit card, you're going to see like a whole bunch of like options. Let's go crazy. Get them all. Yeah. And maybe they can't get American Express right now. Maybe, maybe Discover is not there, you know, yeah. but there's something. So what, what, what do you think would be the one thing they should really be looking out for as they approach uh, expanding their portfolio? Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, you got to get the right information that is catered to your situation. What I mean by that is you should definitely go to my website and book your credit game plan session so that we can look at your credit reports, Mm -hmm. look at your scores, take all of that information into account besides talking about, okay, here's what to do to get to that 700 plus club. But okay, now that you're there, what's next? We create that game plan tailored to your credit report. Everybody's situation is different. And it's so important to know because the word credit, the word credit scores, it's such a blanket. Everybody is different. So book your session, go through the customized game plan that I'm going to create for you because knowing that information will increase your chances Mm. for approval on those specific accounts. 
Now, I don't know about you, but you don't want to be applying for things and get denied over and over and over again because that's not a good look either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, you heard it. Um, book your session so you can get the the game plan. Uh, increase your chance of getting those reward cards. And then also obviously get some advice on which ones make sense based on, you know, who you are and your situation. So and what, your span, what your spending habits can look like too. Absolutely. That's super important because if you're a big spender, I mean, let's just, um, this is a whole nother topic, Uh-oh. but let's just pretend you're a business owner and you haven't built business credit yet, but you're using your personal credit cards and you're spending, I don't know, $5,000 a month on average on expenses, but you're only earning 1% cash back. Oh no, 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 no. Oh. We need that 5% cash back card. Okay. Yeah. That's we need the one that gives you the miles yes. for travel. Yes. Learn how to travel for free family of five. Uh-oh. Yeah. We do that too. Are you talking about me? No, never mind. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, thank you guys uh, so much for listening. Thanks again, Eva. Uh, we will see you guys in the next episode. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. One of the things that Eva enjoys most about being in personal finance is seeing people win. So if you are looking to improve your credit score because you are ready to make a major purchase, get better rates, or start living life on your own terms, visit Eva at evaempowers.com and schedule a consultation with her so you too can live life empowered. 